Today, as part of our exploration of the movements of the heart, we want to take in not only the Brahma-vihara of loving-kindness, but also tune in when the near enemy or far enemy is present, if they come. They'll probably come sometime in the next few days. So I want to talk a little bit about how to work with these forces when they arise in the mind. Near enemy, remember, are different forms of desire or wanting or attachment in relation to our experience or the people that we bring in. The far enemy is the different forms of aversion or ill will, anger, resentment, fear, self-judgment that come. So as you're saying the metaphrases, if one of these states arises in the mind, don't be concerned. It's a natural part of the unfolding. And then there are a few different ways to work when these states are present. If this let's call it a hindrance, that's a classical description for the difficult uh, states that arise in meditation, if the hindering energy, near or far enemy, is relatively mild, then you can just continue to say the metaphrases, continue to connect to the individual, and leave it in the background. The way this works is that eventually the hindrance kind of gets held in the circle of metta that you're creating. So normally when the hindrances come up, we don't like that they're there. We don't want them there. We want them to replace by metta. There's usually resistance to having them. That resistance itself is part of the far enemy of aversion. So rather than reacting with aversion to the arisal of these hindrances, we want to have an attitude of metta or friendliness or acceptance toward these states. We don't need to judge them. They're part of all of us and they will come from time to time. We just want to learn about them when they're there. So we allow the metta to kind of encircle them and hold them, and then we don't need to make too big of a fuss about them. So that's if they're fairly uh, not so intense. Just allow them to be in the background, continue to connect with your person, and express the metta intention. But if the state gets stronger, very strong desire, very strong aversion, ill will, or fear, you'll look to generate the metta intention and you won't be able to. This negative state is so kind of heavy and thick that it really blocks the intention of caring. We can't find any sincere caring for ourselves or someone else. So if it's like that, the metta phrases won't really have any energy behind them. And then it's more skillful to form a direct relationship with this hindering energy. And there are two ways to do it. One is compassion, the other is vipassana, or mindfulness. So I'd suggest going first to compassion. This afternoon we'll have a full guided session on compassion. But for now I'm going to just suggest you work with a simple phrase which could be either, may I hold this pain with compassion, So that acknowledges that the difficulty is present. Metta sometimes in the emphasis on happiness aims too high when one of these hindrances is there. So we can just say, may I hold this with compassion? And you can just call it pain, you can call it difficulty, you can name it, ill will, anger, fear, judgment, whatever you'd like. May I hold it with compassion? And just say that phrase for yourself, the compassion phrase for yourself, again and again and again, just as you've been saying the metta phrases. Over time, that 
opposing energy will start to settle down, become weaker. When it does and you feel you can return to the metta intention, then do that. Then you can drop the compassion phrase, go back to your metta phrases, and just carry on with your practice as before. If you're with the compassion phrase for quite a while and it doesn't seem to be shifting anything, there's no kind of loosening of the resistance, there's no change in the way you're relating, then move to mindfulness practice. Drop the phrases and just sit with an awareness of the experience of this state. You can feel it in your body, feel it in your mind, in the emotional field, and just pay attention to it like you were doing a meditation in Vipassana on a difficult emotion. Then, after some period of time, normally that kind of attention will allow the state to kind of come through, open up, we don't resist it, we want to allow it to express itself, and then that will let it kind of move through. So it may take you know, two minutes, it may take five minutes, it may take an hour, it may take longer, but at some point it will move through, and when it does or gets weaker, then go back to your metaphrases. So these are kind of the three lines of response. If it's not too strong, let it be in the background, continue with metta, that's number one. Number two, if it's stronger, blocks the metta intention, switch to compassion. Do compassion for yourself and think, may I hold this with compassion. And the third way, drop the Brahmavihara practice and turn to mindfulness. Just be present, allowing the experience of the emotion in the mind and body. And may none of these arise for any of you. (laughs) Let's hope. So today in the metta meditation, we're going to expand again the field of individuals. And to the self and benefactor, we'll add this third individual who's uh, called the friend or the good friend or the dear friend. So as you think about who you'd like to bring in in this category, there may be a few people who want to come audition for the role to have a spot at the table. So it's fine to check two or three people out during this period and feel who would be the best fit for your friend. It's best to pick someone where the relationship isn't too complicated. You know, often with friendships, you know, there come in a number of mixed feelings. And the simpler the relationship is, the more uh, accessible the metta will be, the straight metta will be with the friend. So look for a friend where the relationship is not too complicated. If you pick a friend who's in a lot of suffering, the tone of the metta will uh, tend to lean more to compassion, which is okay, but it's helpful to pick someone where there's not overpowering suffering so that the metta can come through as metta. And as I mentioned last night, it's good to pick someone where there's not a strong physical attraction so that the desire force isn't so mingled in uh, with the metta. Again, the metta can just be cleaner with someone like that. So feel free to try a few different friends in this category as we go through the meditation this morning. And as with the benefactor, you know, over the course of the morning or the day, try to settle on one person that you'd like to use as your friend consistently for the rest of the retreat. So to kind of warm the field up, we'll again go through some period, meta for ourself, 
metta for benefactor, and then we'll introduce the friend partway through the sitting. So please sit comfortably. Beginning again by coming into your body and letting go of any obvious areas of holding. Relaxing the face, the shoulders, the belly. Feeling yourself sitting, feeling yourself breathing. Bring the attention into the heart center just the area of the center of the chest. Feeling a few breaths in and out through the heart center. Let the heart center be your avenue for connecting with yourself, getting a sense of your own personality and character, your being. (laughs) Remembering what you like about yourself, your good qualities. Remembering some kind actions you've done toward others. And remembering your wish for happiness which is a beautiful thing in all of us. It's what leads us to the path and leads us to growth. So beginning with a conviction in your own basic goodness, knowing that happiness follows goodness, And so the metta wishes are rightful for you. They're appropriate. So beginning to direct the thoughts of loving kindness to yourself. May I be safe from harm. May I be happy and peaceful. May I live in harmony with the body. Mm -hmm. 
may I take care of myself happily in the world. And occasionally after saying a phrase or a set of phrases, you might come back and touch again into the heart center and just notice whatever feeling is present. It could be an experience of loving kindness and its flavors of love, affection, acceptance, patience. There could be one of the hindering energies of near or far enemies, wanting, aversion, fear, judgment. And just making space for that to be, letting it be just the way it is, not trying to force any particular feeling in the heart, letting the heart tell us what's happening. allowing all the emotions to be held in the space of friendliness toward ourself, our whole experience, held with acceptance.
And now if you're ready, bring in your benefactor. Feeling their presence in the moment through remembering what they look like or the sound of their voice, saying their name. And as you feel your benefactor's presence, remember the qualities that you appreciate a lot in them. And the ways that they've helped you. And so as you stay connected to your benefactor and their goodness and directing the thoughts of loving kindness to them.
And now if you feel ready, you can bring in the person that you will take on as your dear friend. So a friend is usually someone who's in more of a peer relationship with us than the benefactor is. You may need to look among a few of your friends and try a couple to see who will be the best fit. It's helpful as you begin the exercise with the friend to find someone where the metta is fairly straightforward. Not colored with too much ambivalence or attraction. So please take a moment and select the person you'd like to bring in as the friend. And as you select the person, then try to feel their presence here and now as though they're sitting in the room in front of you. You could bring up an image of them or say their name. Remember times that you've spent together. And as you connect with your friend, remember all the things that you really enjoy in this person, all their beautiful and noble qualities. Good heart, or generosity, or care for justice, for the earth, their kindness, their intelligence, responsibility. humor. And remember the ways that they've shown you their love for you the ways they've touched you. Remember their own wish for happiness and how it has helped their life when joined with wisdom. So with a real sense of your affection, appreciation for the friend, Begin to send to them the same phrases you've been sending to yourself and the benefactor. 
allowing them to vary a little bit if that feels right. As I wish to be safe, may you too be safe and protected from harm. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with the ease of well-being. From time to time, coming back into the heart center with your attention and just noticing whatever emotion is there. Allowing all the different feelings of your friend to be present. Encompassing them all with a sense of acceptance and metta. Even if the predominant experience is a metta, they're often with friends, little recollections of hurt, resentment, envy, distance. Allowing all those to be present in this rich and complex relationship of friendship. continuing to shape your intention as one of caring, wishing for their welfare and happiness.
If you can bring in an image of your friend before each phrase or each set of phrases, that will help to keep the connection alive and fresh and very personal to the friend. Make the metta more fresh and alive.
So today, throughout the day in your meditations, please continue to bring in the friend. You know, it'll be interesting for you to feel how the different individuals kind of bring out a different flavor of metta for us. And different individuals will kind of unlock the metta in different ways for different people. So for some people, it could be the benefactor is the one that really lights you up with affection, love, respect, or whatever. For other people, the benefactor is a little weaker, but the friend really opens that channel. So it's just helpful to give a good bit of time to the benefactor, a good bit of time to the friend, and you'll see how they each help you and support you and become allies in your practice. So in, the, in your sittings and walkings today, please continue to give good time for yourself, you know, at least 10 to 15 minutes in each period, longer, if you feel drawn. Today you can continue to bring in the benefactor, but you know, a shorter time, maybe five minutes, ten minutes, and try to give the bulk of the period to the friend so you can really explore this relationship. Okay, do you have any questions this morning? Yes. Uh-huh. That's fine. The comment was, his friend feels like such a brother, he can't help but say, may we be happy. It's fine to, to practice the metta in that way. And as you're walking, you might feel like you're walking together down the path and that we holds you both. Beautiful. Yes. If I'm feeling the sleepiness during Matha, does it work to stand as well? Yeah, good question. Thank you. We hadn't really addressed that, but if you're feeling sleepy during Metta, do all the usual things that you do in Vipassana. So you can open your eyes, sit up a little bit straighter, take a few deep breaths to bring up the energy, and it's totally fine to stand and do Metta in a standing position. It's harder to fall asleep standing up. We like to see people stand in the meditation hall. Good virya, good energy. So don't, don't be shy about standing in the middle of a group sitting at all. It's a great thing to do. Any other questions? Okay. We have a few announcements this morning, so I'll move into that. This afternoon at 4 o'clock, we'll begin to introduce the other Brahmaviharas, and today will be a guided meditation on compassion. So this is very, very helpful. As you can see, especially in working with the difficult states that come, compassion is a really invaluable tool. So I really encourage you to come to that and uh, start to get familiar with the specifics of that tool. We're beginning uh, individual interviews. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.